This is Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Elizabeth Hurley, community editor for the Plainsman. I'm Evan Mielens, assistant community editor for the Plainsman. Well, it was a little crazy this week. Lots of events on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a pretty big day. It was a big council vote on the mayor's salary mm-hmm. at that city council meeting. Um, Super Tuesday, of course. And it was also the one-year anniversary of the Lee County tornadoes that hit Beauregard and Smith Station. Well, there was a lot, especially Tuesday night uh, with the election. So um, we also so we wanted to take some time to break down the Auburn City Council's first March meeting. Let's start in the Committee of the Whole. Ward 3 Councilmember and Mayor Pro Tem Beth Witten brought up the upcoming Auburn School Board appointment. This appointment is coming up in April, but Councilmember Witten wanted to share what she had learned with the council. So the current board member that holds this position that's up for appointment soon has expressed an interest in serving a second term. The school board also believes that the member has done a pretty good job and wants to keep them on the board. So they spoke with Councilmember Witten about uh, how to help make that happen. But I would hope that we would afford um, any incumbent, especially through the Board of, Educa- board of Education and or um, the Planning Commission, the opportunity and the confidence and that we wouldn't subject um, individuals willing to apply for the position and interview process if our intent was to nominate and appoint that individual for a second term. Most of the time, the council favors incumbents. Add on to that that the incumbent is interested in serving again and their board co-members want them back and it's a relatively done deal. So Councilmember Witten asked the council to vote to suspend the rules for board and commission appointments for this particular appointment. That way, the council does not need to hold interviews for the open position, something that would likely just take up time if the council is strongly considering reappointing the same person. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what the council did with a 7-2 to two vote. Council members uh, Connie Fitch-Taylor and Kelly Griswold voted against the measure. Applications for the open board position will remain open to the public through March 23rd, but there will be no interviews held for the position. Up next, since it was the first meeting of the month, were your usual recognitions. The mayor recognized the employee of the month, five service awards, and two retirements, including longtime public safety director Bill James. Too bad he couldn't get in before the new building opened. Yep. Probably would have been a shame. Yeah. (laughs) Should be nice, though, in the nice new building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mayor Ron Anders also briefly mentioned the Auburn 2040 plan and how citizens can get involved. For more information on that, check out our website or stick around next week for our podcast episode with Mayor Anders where we talk about the 2040 plan. Yeah, that was a great episode, or it will be a great episode. It will be. to say. Um, (laughs) City Manager Jim Buston then announced several board and commission vacancies. These include one position on the Downtown Design Review Board, three vacancies on the Historic Preservation Commission, and one position on the Auburn Public Library Board. Up next was the consent agenda, but before the council got into that, Councilmember Griswold removed some items from the consent agenda, which a council member can do if they would like to discuss an issue further. Councilmember Griswold removed an item dealing with a memorandum of understanding with Auburn University for the extension of Auburn Camp Road and the construction of turn lanes on SR-147. He had some questions about the funding for the project, specifically what the city is paying for this. This is a project the university is undertaking as part of building the emergency medical center near campus. Another thing that Councilmember Griswold removed from the consent agenda was the um, was a part of this project, and it was approval that involved uh, ALDOT, the Alabama Department of Transportation, mm-hmm. and a $1 million grant the city is receiving uh, from ALDOT to 
help with the project. Right. Council Member Griswold was concerned with the um, MOU as well as this uh, agreement with ALDOT because he said he felt they kind of contradicted themselves. I don't know how we could sign a, an agreement that says the city will relocate any utilities. And then we turn around and say, no, we're not going to relocate any utilities. I'm not sure how we sign one agreement saying one thing. I, th I think the issue here that is somewhat confusing is that <clears throat> we are a pass-through agency. This million dollars cannot be given directly to the university. It has to come through the city because it is we asking for that. It is, it is our contribution to this project. City staff said that this was all standard language within an ALDOT agreement and that no changes to utilities had been approved. If some were to come up, they would require separate approval. After some discussion among the council and city staff, the memorandum of understanding with the university was approved unanimously. The agreement with the ALDOT was also approved, but council member Griswold opposed the vote. The council then approved the rest of the consent agenda. This included a tax abatement for Borbert, Alabama, which is investing close to $24 million in creating 25 new jobs in the next two years in Auburn. The consent agenda also included three alcohol beverage licenses, six other contracts and agreements, and two easements. Among the contracts and agreements were the purchase of grasshopper mowers and consulting services for a sewer rehabilitation project for two sewers within the city. The council then approved an ordinance that allows the city to borrow funds to refund the remaining balance of the 2010 general obligation school warrants. This comes out to about $14.6 million. This was just a refinancing of debt. Council members then approved the establishment of two traffic signs, one stop sign and one 25-mile-per-hour speed limit sign for Gatewood Place townhomes. The last ordinance uh, for the council to consider was a development agreement with Tiger Crossing, which is a plaza located on South College Street. Part of the agreement was a tax rebate for Winn-Dixie, which is located within the plaza, for nine years that will not exceed about over $420,000. Assistant City Manager Megan Crouch says that the property manager of Tiger Crossing is working to keep Winn-Dixie in the plaza as the chain has closed a number of stores uh, throughout the country. Right. Next up was a pretty big vote that comes from an idea a few meetings back. Council members had to consider whether to raise the mayor's salary from $16,000 per year to $45,000 per year. Uh, this idea originally came from Ward 8 Council Member Tommy Dawson, and on Tuesday night he explained his reasoning again. I think we've sometimes failed to realize the importance of that position in getting a good quality candidate to lead the city of Auburn. If the economic development director has a uh, owner of a multi-million or billion dollar company coming in, he needs the mayor to go meet with him. He needs somebody to have to get, ask off on their job. He can just take off what he needs to do and go meet. And, and it's, he plays an important role with the amount of industry that comes into this town and the retail that comes into this town. It's more than just running around here doing little things. There was a lot of discussion on this issue, and there were several proposals, including the original one to raise the salary to $45,000, as well as several other uh, proposals that raised the salary, just not as high. Right. So at some point, people were amending amendments to the, to the price Amending raise. the amended amendments. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> we, we were a little <laughs> too a deep in there. For comparison, Auburn resident Bruno Ulrich brought the council a list of salaries for similar council manager governments. He stated that while Auburn's mayor earns $16,000 per year, Phoenix City's mayor earns $35,000 per year, and Tuskegee's mayor earns $25,000. This ordinance was ultimately approved with a 6-2 vote. Councilmember Griswold and Board 6 Councilmember Bob Parsons opposed the vote, and Mayor Anders abstained. Parsons and Griswold voiced their constituents' concerns over the mayor's compensation increase. 
Griswold says that other public servants, such as first responders and teachers, would end up making less than the mayor with the salary increase to $45,000. Mayor, mayor, the mayor and council members have opportunities and access that are not available to the common citizens, such as being invited to be on the board of uh, a bank board of directors or visibility to certain clients because they happen to be in the audience and you're aware happen to be on the stage, uh, uh, offers of uh, officers of nonprofit organizations. So there are opportunities out there that are made available to us by the sheer nature of us sitting at this podium up here. This increase will take effect after the next municipal election in 2022. Council members also considered a similar ordinance that dealt with council members' salaries. Council member Stephen Dixon used a yearly 3% increase to calculate his proposed council member salary of $10,656 per year. Other council members have voiced concerns over who would benefit from this raise. I, I can see, a, I can see a, a place for a raise given the fact that these uh, static numbers that go on for a long time over, over the course of time and don't change I'm just a little uncomfortable that uh, we can uh, uh, choose to double the incoming 2022 council uh, council members' salary from what it is now. It just seems a little seems a little large for me. Councilmember Dawson stated that he would not approve council member compensation above ten thousand dollars. Several other proposals were made that raised the council member's salary, all of which failed, including one from council member Witten for a council member compensation of about $9,600 per year, which failed in a 5-4 to four vote. The original proposal was to raise the council member's salary to about $14,000 a year, which is about a double of the um, current salary. Right. The last three resolutions all dealt with vacations of right-of-ways and executing a quit-claim deed, which is a legal instrument that is used to transfer interest in real property. All three of these were for unused alleyways for the development known as the Boulevard located on Harper Avenue. That's about it for today. Uh, we hope all of our listeners learned a little bit more about the most recent city council meeting. Kind of summed up a big meeting there in a little time frame. <laughs> right. You know, there's a lot of stuff that went down. Um, but obviously, I think the most important, the most uh, impactful thing was the salary changes mm -hmm. with the mayor and now the lack of salary change. You know, it's just going to stay the same for the council members. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also good to note that the last time the mayor's salary was even touched, as mm -hmm. well as the council members, was 1998. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. So as a reminder, the council still has some big votes coming up. In the next few months, the council is expected to vote on an ordinance that will regulate short-term rentals such as Airbnb. Of course, the Auburn 2040 plan is getting underway, and several updates are expected in the coming months as community teams are selected and work begins on creating the plan. The plainsmen will be right there for you getting all the information you need. Pick up a print copy Thursday mornings or visit theplainsman.com for 24-7 news coverage. We'd like to thank Weagle for allowing us to borrow their studio. You can find our podcast and other Plainsman podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Hurley. And I'm Evan Mealing. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the Auburn Plainsman's podcast network. Join us next week for the next episode of Public Hearing.